Floor behind the chair. This is America. Does everybody know what time it is? Fix it radio. And it is that time. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Dennis Brewster. Of course, Larry Unger answering phones. Charlie Grimes, our engineer. If you're listening to a replay or you're listening on tuesday thank you for doing that we appreciate that as well we don't answer calls live on a replay show of course but you can always text us 307 200 8222 307 200 how's dennis uh, dennis is good i haven't seen you since last year no, make it through the holidays that's right yeah <laughs> how was that how was the holidays they were good they were really good yeah okay. how about you yeah, no complaints. Yeah, no went, complaints. That's went to Arizona, true. visited family. It was a little warmer I saw there than here. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah very yeah, nice. Yeah, we have a niece real close to where you guys were. Yeah, yeah I can so. see why people live there in the winter yeah, especially. Yeah, yeah. well, Summer she lived there. hot, but winters. She lives there year-round. and I, I, Summers are a little a little unbearable. We but went, it's no different than here. Yeah. Right now, we're not going outside much. In the middle of summer there, they don't either. Yeah. So it's kind see, of the same thing. It's just in reverse. We like to walk outside right now. This is great walking at night. Walk around. It's quiet, yeah, crisp, true. clean. It's going to be 50 almost today, so I can't yeah, complain about that. Yeah, that's nice. Some of this white stuff melted off, maybe. Right. And I know we need the moisture and all that, and yes, but I, I'll i be the first to tell you, I hate the dirtiness that this snow brings Yeah. when it when it hangs around as long as it has. That's why I like to get out and shovel everything, put it on the grass. Speaking you know. of, speaking of, and Dennis, you just brought up a great point. Fix It Radio, we talk about things around the house and so on. As things start to melt off. To give yourself some of that free moisture. Yeah. To your point, if you've got the ability to push that onto the yard, I mean, if you've got some stuff that's... Plants, plants trees. whatever, yeah, put that snow on there. It'll melt. It'll melt right down in. Uh, I, I, at home, uh, during the, the snowstorms, I piled a bunch of snow up at the base of trees. Yes. Uh, just yeah. knowing that that's going to feed those those roots as things melt and so on. And oh, yeah. some would say, no, it's not going to do any good. The, the ground's frozen. Oh, not as much no, as you think. It's good. It's good yeah, for the... Not as much as you think. It'll help. Yeah. It'll, oh, it it'll, it'll seep down in there. Yeah. That's a winter watering. That's right. right. So any anything you can do if you've got the ability to you know, take some of that. And, and in Colorado, as we all know, if you face north with your house, yeah. you'll be dealing with this for quite some time. Right. Unless your you get Your neighbors it across the street... Um, I saw a, a YouTube video of this the other day. It was hilarious. The guy's walking down the street. He's like, I'm, I'm new to Colorado. He said, well, let me just show you something. It was after one of our snowstorms. So let me just show you something. He said, this is like night and day. Here's the north side, you know, the houses that face north. And he shows it. It's like polar ice cap. Yeah. He's like, here's the other side. It looks like Florida. Yeah. He's like, this is all on the same street. So he's trying to tell <laughs> yeah. people that aren't in Colorado what it looks like. It's right. hilarious. Like, yeah, that's why yes. you don't buy houses that face north. If yep. you're a transplant and you did, I'm sorry. That's why when we built our house, we had the driveway from the north or from the south, you know, going up. It melts because it's on the south side. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to deal much with it. The only plus side to those people that do that, if you're somebody that really loves your back patio in the summertime, you'll yeah. have a little more shade on that southern side in the dead of summer because the, now the sun's more northerly. Yep. So you'll have a little more shade than your neighbors across the way do, but that's for a very f- short time frame, and you're dealing with that snow the rest of winter. See, and we built a passive solar house. So during right now, the sun's coming in our windows. Mm-hmm. 
But when it when when summer hits, it's going directly over the top of the house, uh-huh. and we have eighteen inch overhangs. Okay. So we don't get so any get, sun. So you got the shade and everything. Everything. Yeah. Nice. It's nice. Very nice. Yeah, and we get a lot of sun load right now, and it's nice. It warms up the house. You sit there in the sun, and very nice. Yeah. So I did have an article along those lines. We were going to cover this a few weeks ago. Never got a chance to. Probably should have, knowing what we've been through here the past several weeks. So from Family Handyman, there's an article, and Dennis and I will go through these. I don't know if we can get through all 18 of them, but we'll do our best. 18 hacks to help keep your house warm. Now, if you've got something you've always done, and you'd like to share it, and you know it's sort of a secret that maybe other people don't know about, to help others out, save energy, save money, be more comfortable, and so on, let us know what that is. 303-477-5600. You can also text us, as I said earlier, 307-200-8222. So 18 hacks to help keep your house warm. So do you have any that you've got right off the top of your Well, the one thing I do is, is, you know, when, when you have a Windows... If you go by your windows and you go to the windowsill, when it's really cold out, you can feel air coming down through that windowsill. Right. So what I did is, before they put those on, I sealed them up. I pushed insulation in there around the windows and everything else. Because when my house was being built, I was right there all the time. Nice. So I was able to... Tuck all that in. Yeah, and then when they put the sill down, it's all sealed. You don't feel cold air coming through. And then also on the outlets, they have these those rubber or those foam covers you could put on. Put those in there to keep that. For your outside walls? Yes. Okay. So yeah. there's a little hack. There's two. The other thing I would tell you that a lot of folks kind of forget about because you like the sunlight coming in, but depending on how cold it is outside and what kind of drapery or shades you have, in some cases you're better off leaving those shades down. Yes. Keeping all that warmth in. Yeah. Especially if you've got windows that maybe are a little bit more passive. They let a little more cool air in. Yeah. You know what I mean by that? Some of you have windows along those lines, or maybe you have really big windows Go ahead and leave the drapes down, yeah. and and hopefully you've got the kind of shades where it still lets some light in, so you can still you know see things and so on. But yeah, if you've got if you've got those kinds of uh, shades, do so. If not, in fact, my wife sent me this this morning. There's a deal right now. I don't know exactly how it works because I haven't read about it, but you can get a you can get help from XL Energy. I'm guessing there's probably some rebates on your energy bill and so on. For getting cellular shades, which is another thing that I'm talking about right now, where you can keep some of that heat in and the cool out. So you might check that out on XL's website. If you're an XL customer, there is some rebates on cellular shades. You know, that's another thing. You can call XL up, and they'll come out to your house and do a walkthrough. Good point. You know, Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, one of our great sponsors, they will do do that same thing. Yeah, they'll come out, look through everything. Where do you have big leaks? You know, what can we do to seal those up? What's the furnace look like? Are we losing a lot up the stack? Yeah. Is the furnace working like it should be? Right. You know, for a lot of you that maybe have some older 80% furnaces that are not tuned up, you could be all the way down into the 60% efficiency range, which means 40% of the heat you're paying for, the natural gas you're paying for, is going up the stack. Right. If that's you, call Absolute, have them come out. Go ahead and do a service on the on the furnace and look at it. The other thing some of you might benefit from, depending upon how long you're going to stay in your home, in some cases, if you're down in that you know, 60%, 70% efficient range, you could go to one of the 95 98% efficient furnaces oh, yeah. and most likely pay for that furnace and have a more comfortable home at the same time. Yep. And, you know, last, last time we were on, a gentleman called in. We were talking about wood stoves, and a guy called in, and he says what he, what he does is just turns his heater to cool. Right. And the Circulate fan just that runs. air. I did that. Does it help? It did. Nice. It did. It Good was job. nice. 
Yeah. So there's I had some the, tips. Well, I had the downstairs. We we insulated our basement. Um, we have a walkout, and I have my stove down there, and I insulated the joists, right? And then put the drywall on and stuff. And and then I put walls. When I put my walls up, I put insulation around the concrete and stuff. Right. And, oh, my gosh, when you heat that up, if you just get a stove going for a little bit. And, and I got a door on the, the downstairs. The nice. I have a door downstairs to hold the heat in because my mother-in-law stays down there. And, and the kids were down there before. But it, it keeps the heat down there, right? My gosh, you turn that on, it gets 85 degrees down there when you get a stove going. Mm-hmm. And Pam's like, oh, my gosh, you got to open the door up. Well, then it cools it off too fast. But doing the cooling... It really balanced out the house. Really nice. So, so producer Ann just idea. texted as well to reiterate what I just said a moment ago. I replaced my 28-year-old furnace. It has been a huge savings on my heating bill this winter. So she, over time, will pay for that upgrade. Great example. Proves exactly what I said a moment ago. For some of you that yeah. have furnaces that are 15 to 20 years of, of age or older, you're losing enough efficiency in that furnace to where you could do an upgrade to one of these new furnaces and save money. And, and some of those still would say on them, like R93 said on there, that it was efficient. Not as efficient as they are today. No, and yeah. as time goes by, that degrades, as we all know. Yeah. So, yeah. anyways, first thing on this this uh, 18 things that are a hack, I guess you could say. Now, not all of you have hot water heat. Some of you do. Some of you don't. But one of the things to do, and this is very true, is check your radiators. Is there furniture that's blocking any of that? In other words, you know, the way that works is it's radiant. Heat rises. If those uh, you know radiators, those, yeah. those uh, diffusers, if you would... And some of you have in-floor heat. Some of you have registers around the house. I, at my home, kind of have a combination of, and it's one of those things to remember. Is there anything blocking the radiator? Because right. if there is, you're not going to get the efficiency out of it. You should. Yeah. And, and every once in a while, you need to uh, clean, clean those, those out. Clean those out. Good point. Yeah. Take the covers off. Set, suck all the junk yeah. out. I'm talking about the water. You need to blow through them, and too, because they could build up corrosion. Yeah, it depends inside. on the system. Yeah. I have one that's a open system where it's got new water that goes through, through it. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. That's not different. so much there, but depending upon the system you have, yes, you would yeah. have to do some of that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. My dad was a boiler tech, so okay, he knew so he all knows. about that stuff. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, the next one on here is use rugs. Area rugs work not only to style a room, but they also do a good job of keeping your feet warm and of course in that case depending upon what kind of surface you've got hard surface you've got it gives you the ability to not maybe have as much temperature because some people will turn the temperature up because the floor is cold this keeps you from doing that hmm. again not a bad hack i would yeah. agree with that one yep. um you know another thing you can ahead. do is keep your closet doors shut so you're not warming up so the you're closet. not heat so you're not heating Heat the those. that's a good idea yeah it's a little bit, but every little bit Well, helps. you know, on top of that, maybe you've got a few rooms in your home you, don't, you don't use. use. Shut the doors. If that's the case, yeah, shut those doors, shut, shut the, the registers, registers off. off. I mean, you're going to get some heat coming in there naturally as well. Yeah. Yeah. If you've got a bathroom in that room, you know, you might keep the bathroom register on, close that door if you can, but no, no sense in heating a room you're not using. Yeah. You might have a, you know, I don't know, a craft room. You might have an extra bedroom, things along those lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're not going to use it, turn, which really quick. For those of you that have hot water heat, that's the one nice thing about hot water heat is they're all zoned. Yeah. Typically, you'll have, I don't know, anywhere from 6 to 12 zones, depending upon the size of the house or more if it's a really big house. The nice thing about that is you can control each area differently so that you're only heating things the way you want in those areas, which is kind of nice. Yes. goes back to what we were just talking about a moment ago. Go ahead and close some of those things up and don't heat them unless you absolutely have to. Right. Uh, Number three on this list is... 
And some of you with furnaces, and again, this depends on what somebody like a absolute electrical heating and air would do. They have the ability to put dampers in your heating system, whereby you can change things according to the time of the year. And these are things that are an add-on typically to what you have. But if you don't have a, a zone dampered system, that's something that Absolute can do for you. It is something they can retrofit in. And it, again, depending upon your home yeah. and how it's made, these are things, by the way, that typically builders don't do. Right. Because it costs money. And they're building these things. They're just... Whipping they're, them out. They're popping them up. Yeah. And if you've got the ability to have them go in and retrofit some things, your savings over time is huge. So, you know, ahead. one thing what happens, too, is the older we get, now, you know, like uh, baby boomers, all of a sudden people move out. You're the only two at home. Now you do have to shut off some of those rooms. You don't need to. That's right. Yeah. You, don't, you don't need them going. That's right. No. J.D., you're next. Go ahead, sir. Did you say J.D.? Yes, J.D., go ahead. How are you guys doing today? Hey, doing great. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's been mentioned yet so far, but the first thing when I heard about energy crisis and, you know, how energy prices are going to be going up mm-hmm. and record colds and all that stuff, I decided to heat myself. Uh, so I've been wearing a lot more clothes than I ever used to. Sure. Um, and I've gone from keeping my house at 69, 70 degrees down to usually around 65, um, and if I spend more time in one room than another, then I just heat that room with a little buddy heater or um, some kind of a, you know, ceramic heater uh, and just, you know, try and maximize one space. Now, uh, now really like quick, just, a, just food for thought. And this, I don't know your exact situation, so you'd have to determine this. Before doing it that way on that one room heater, I watched a video, and I think I told you guys this several weeks ago, but I'll explain again. I watched a YouTube where a guy put an amp meter on his breaker box. And he wanted mm-hmm. to prove, you know, as we were all kids, you know, your dad would run around, I'm paying for all these lights to be on in the house. Turn them all off. So he, he ran around the house and did all sorts of little things to determine what uses the most energy. Yeah. And what I will tell you, J.D., is your stove, your microwave, yep. your dryer... And probably that heater are using far more energy than what your furnace actually would be. And that's why I like the little buddy heater. And it's more for emergencies, but it is rated for indoor use. As there you go. Carbon monoxide. There you go. And it's refillable. So the, re- so the buddy um, is a, is a uh, non-electric is what you're telling me. It's, it's, uh, a, it uses those little Coleman one-pound propane. Yes. Oh, okay, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah, okay, okay, I get it now. It has automatic tip over. Yeah, okay, I get it. Got a low oxygen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just looked one up. Okay, okay, got it. Got it, got it. Yeah, so that's for basically emergencies, but yeah. like I said, I. No, I would work fine for that. No, I, yeah, on. no, you got a nice open room. There'd be nothing wrong with using that. Yeah, makes sense. No. no. That's a great and, idea, uh, by the way. Good I, tip. Okay, well. And, uh, and you know, to your point, the... heat yourself, not the whole house. Right. Yeah. Uh, and we're. We've gotten pretty darn cozy as Americans, and, uh, you know, a lot of people that live in cold climates around, you know, they wear parkas indoors. Yeah, no, you're Um, right. You're right. um, I'll be the first to tell you I'm one of those spoiled guys. You know, I I just turn it up. But the way the bills are getting, I'm probably going to start doing what you do. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You've earned it, but, you know, for 
you know. But it's also a waste. That money's not going anywhere. Yeah. It's not helping me out anyway. Yeah. And then the most extreme thing I did, and I have no idea if it's going to be beneficial or not, uh, but it makes sense. I uh, got one-inch foam board, uh, the kind that you put on exterior siding, Mm -hmm. you know, to help insulate. And uh, I cut it to fit all the windows in the rooms that I don't typically use. That's a good idea. Um, Great idea. And using the reflective side on the inside. And so you cut it just a little large because they're pretty flexible or, you know, pretty compressible. And you get a nice tight fit. And why not? Yeah. Uh, Great idea. Yeah. Fabulous idea. Uh, so basically, uh, you're just really closing up a room. You're not using it. You're not looking out the windows. Who cares? Keep it warm yeah. that way. Yeah. Yeah. And the light is the strangest thing to get used to. Um, I actually put some in my bedroom, um, and uh, I used to wake up because the sun was coming up, and now there's no sunlight, so I find that I'm sleeping later. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's nothing wrong you with You earned that. it. Yeah. You know, it, but, it always uh, bothers me that we, during the summer, we want our house to be at like 63 degrees, cool, and then during the winter, we wanted that 73. Good point. You know, so why can't we just live at 63 Good the whole point. time? Good point. You know, that's one thing that I've always wondered, you know, because people always go, oh, I got to turn the AC on or I got to turn the heater on, you know. Well, you bring up a great point. Yeah. Why do we have to be so spoiled? Yeah, you know, no, you're right. Yeah. Again, we've been living in comfort uh, too long. Yeah. And we need to, to kind of change our perspective. Yeah, right. no, J.D., you're right. Spot on, buddy. Appreciate it very much. Thank you for the phone call. Great tips. Joe, hang tight. We'll come back, talk to you in a moment. Don't forget Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Find us at fixitradio.com. And real quick before I forget, don't forget Allen Stack, Stack Optical, anything you need when it comes to your eyeglasses, whether it's an exam you want to do, they've got you covered there, whether you need a specific set of glasses, just routine glasses, you name it. They can take care of everything you've got going on and can get very specific to whatever your needs are. But I'm telling you, they've got one of the best doctors when it comes to an eye exam you'll find. And and they've got a great deal on eye exams as well. So before you do anything else, I would tell you to call Stack Optical, make an appointment, go in and see Alan and the folks there, 303-321-1578. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 321 buy down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913% the third, and the remaining years at 6.913% with an APR of 6.985%. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, $511 the second, $262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298191 and rates subject to change. 
Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and, in most cases, an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured. But you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, You'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. We know that summer weather won't last forever. Getting your furnace checked before old man winter arrives can avoid costly and inconvenient breakdowns on your HVAC system. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air is offering a $59 furnace tune-up special to ensure the reliability of your HVA system before you need it the most. No wait time from the best team Denver has to offer. Schedule your $59 furnace tune-up now so you don't lose precious heat when you need it the most. Call 720-442-8842 or go to fixitradio.com today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. The last thing you need on your mind while trying to find the perfect gifts, fight traffic at the mall, and see all your loved ones is whether your roof is going to hold up against Colorado wind and snow. Hi, this is Madison Hart. And I'm Elizabeth Hart. Not ready to replace your roof this winter? Call our dad, Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado, and he may be able to save you thousands by adding five years of life to your existing roof with a rejuvenation treatment. Because it is a 100% plant-based product, there's no need to worry about your family. It's safe for kids like me. As a full-service roofing contractor, our dad can also replace a damaged roof. Not even hot cocoa tops that. Sleep in heavenly peace this season by gifting yourself a new or rejuvenated roof. Call our dad today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916 or go to RoofSaversCO.com and he will inspect your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. Call 303-710-6916 or go to RoofSaversCO.com to receive your $200 discount. All right, we are back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Joe joining us now. Joe, what's up, sir? Joe, done just some tips for your listeners. I was out at my daughter's house. She had a bunch of leaking faucets that were dripping and whatnot. And um, 
just a, a suggestion about spending $25 to save yourself a bunch of plumbing bills. Uh, first, washers. You can buy yourself an assortment of washers that comes in a plastic box with, you know, six or seven different types of rubber washers in it. You can buy one of those for 12 bucks. So, you know, buy them, have them handy. And, you know, and that's mm-hmm. just a matter of hopefully just, you know, you, you turn off the water, undo the valve stem, and replace the rubber washer. Right. But if you have an older house, 30-year-old house, 40-year-old house, you know, down where the, wa- the rubber washer meets the valve seat, there's a little brass valve seat down there. And occasionally after 30, 40 years, they get uh, eroded or corroded, and, they, and there's some, you'll see some, if you look down with a flashlight, you'll see like there's some pits and gaps in it. So even with a new washer, it won't seal. So there's two little tools you want to buy. One is uh, is a, uh, a seat shaver. It's a little gizmo that screws in in place of the valve stem, and it's got like a little uh, grinder wheel on the bottom. You just spin it, and it will shave the, the it'll shave the seat to get rid of all those dips and grooves, so that the rubber washer will seat. But if it's too far gone. There's also a, a seat replacement tool. It looks like a big Allen wrench with six-inch legs on it. And those little brass seats spin out. You can put this little thing in there, and you just turn it, and you pull out the old little brass valve seat, about half the size of a penny, and you just pull that out and put a new one in. And But, again, you, first you start with a new washer. New washer doesn't work. Then you try shaving the valve seat. If shaving the valve seat doesn't work, then you replace the valve seat. And the valve seat is maybe 4 bucks. Mm-hmm. And you'll, you'll find those in the hardware store. And last but not least, if you want to replace the whole faucet, if you don't have one of these rigid cylindrical uh, faucet tools, you need to get one. It's, it's the best tool you're ever going to have. Yep. Uh, uh, and for those not familiar with it, it's a cylindrical sleeve that's got a slit in the side of it, which allows you to put it around the supply tubing. So you the don't pipe. have to disconnect. So, in fact, if you want to disconnect the slot supply tubing, that's up, you know, behind the sink. You just right. slide it over around this, the supply tube. You slide it up the top. It's got different fittings on the top that you can interchange, and it'll grab that little basin nut. Well, first it'll it'll grab the uh, the compression nut that's holding the water line to the bottom of the faucet assembly, and then once you unscrew the supply line, you then sw- change the the little uh, head, and then you put it up and you just put it on the the bottom the the nut on the bottom of the faucet set and you spin that and then you undo the the faucet nuts and change out the whole faucet it'll it, it, it'll cut that job down from an hour and a half to 15 minutes right it's, it's easy you can't use to get a wrench up in there is why you need those yeah. well you Too know tight. they used to have the old basin wrenches which was the long skinny thing with a little spring-loaded gripper jaw on it uh but those things were a pain in the butt and, and hard to work mm-hmm. These these little rigid cylindrical rigid tools. Once you get them up there, just slide it up and then spin it with your hand, uh, and it, it's all you ever need. But I don't know how many people I've got relatives have called a plumber for a dripping faucet. You know, and it cost them 150 bucks to 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 fix a dripping faucet. And I went to my daughter's house. We did three faucets in I think 90 minutes. Right. So uh, again, those are tools. If you if you have a home, particularly an older home. Get yourself a, a seat shaving tool, get a seat removal tool, and get one of those little rigid. Just remember, you're mechanically inclined, Joe, and not everybody is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True statement. Yeah. There, there are some that ha- they just listen to everything you just said, and it went right above their head. Right. <laughs> I'm not yeah. joking. And then there's other ones that are sitting here with those tools at home. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and by the way, this is not an age thing. There's some people that are our age that are exactly that way. There's yeah. some, you know, there's some young people that 
could do that, no problem. There's some other young people that have... By the way, my daughter, I have to give my daughter credit. Um, she helped me replace a toilet when she was over at my house. My wife wanted a new toilet, and I enlisted my daughter, and we swapped out a toilet, and my daughter helped every step of the way. So my daughter now knows how to change out a toilet. Nice. Good for her. Kids. And that's how you so, learn. And that's how you learn. And, and the other thing, too, really quick we can throw in there is if everything Joe just said kind of went above your head, there's this thing called YouTube. Yeah. And you uh-huh. can typically find somebody on there doing some of these things, and literally, Joe, they will walk you through it. Right. Uh, yeah, walking. Oh, and one more thing. Going back to loss of power, in addition to heat, um, you know, I've got a generator now, but um, one of the instead of, you know, everybody used to have, you know, kerosene lanterns and whatnot, which are smelly and, you know, and then clumsy, and you're going to have a fire right. risk. They make these little LED storm lanterns now. I bought a couple. I think I got two for $18. Um, they look like a little can of soup. And and then to activate them, all you do is you pull it, you pull it open. It, ex- it expands. You just, you know, you separate it. You, the, the top pulls off in the bottom. And it's got, John, it'll light up a whole room, and it runs on a couple of AA batteries. And because it's LED, it runs forever. Um, so if you don't have a generator and you're worried about losing power, um, I would recommend that people get uh, a couple of these little storm lanterns. They're two for eighteen. You can get a four pack for like twenty five bucks, and they are the the greatest things in sliced bread for lighting a house in a, in a power yeah. outage. No, I've got a couple of those. No, they're right. You are spot on. Yeah, and it's cheap, and it's it gets yeah. one of those things. Um, you want to you want to buy it before you need it. <laughs> you don't want to wait till you need Very it. Very true. Very because true. You're, it's you might be able to find something in Home Depot and whatnot, uh, but. It's probably going to be way more expensive than these little uh, than these little you know two packs for eighteen dollars. So I would say get them, put make sure you got batteries for them, and have them ready to go. And they'll go forever. I think I had uh, before I got the generator. I think I, I pulled one open. Actually, I pulled two open. One upstairs, one downstairs. I think I ran it for six hours on a couple of AA batteries, and they didn't. You know, and they were still going strong after six hours with no power. With nice no power. So nice. In addition, in addition to portable heat. Uh, make sure you got some storm lanterns. Good point. Joe, you're a good man. Appreciate you very much. All right, take care, guys. You bet. Have a great weekend. And uh, go ahead, Dennis. <clears throat> well, that's why we do things, too, is we're trying to let you know to do these things ahead of time before a storm happens Yeah. and get, get you prepared for a lot of things. So Great point. You know, just like this when we're talking about this heating and stuff, what, we had minus 5, minus 10, minus 12. Mm-hmm. Depends where you were living. Um, it was pretty cold outside <laughs> at mm-hmm. night, and things freeze, you know, and... And uh, we're just trying to help you keep warm. Here, here's a good idea when it comes to those of you that have hot water heat. Some of you have older homes where, or even a newer home that will have, you know, registers and so on. Now, you, you, some of you can do this. Some can't. It depends on the home and how it's made and so on. But this is a great idea. On the external wall, put aluminum foil behind the radiator. It will help reflect that heat out yeah, from that radiator. That. Yeah. And that's actually... A, a great idea. idea. It almost increases the... Great idea. Yep. Great idea. Um, so that's number four. Number five is try... A, we've talked about this one. This is a good one, by the way. We've actually talked about this the last few times we've been on air. Try a fireplace plug. So it, you can lose up to 20% of your home's warmth through a fireplace, especially if you, and even if you're burning it, you're still losing a lot. That's actually sucking all the air out of the inside. Unless you've got a stove or something in it. That you're bot, you know, that you're supplementing your heat from. If you just have an open fireplace, yeah, plug it up. It is not helping you. You know, um, I didn't believe that 
until a guy, when we bought our first house, Pam and I bought our first house, and we had this guy come over. We were going to buy this stove, wood stove. And he made them, and he was worked for Martin Marietta, and he was in um, design because of the wind and air and everything. He knows airflow and stuff. And he actually, we, our heater kept running, even when he was there. And he goes, you know why your heater's running? Take a ball of insulation and shove it up your pipe of your, sto- of your uh, fireplace right now because you're losing heat. Mm-hmm through that Mm -hmm. and we did that and it was amazing the difference Mm -hmm. it is amazing how much air goes up that pipe had another tip that came in just to save money on energy and so on and it helps you down the road when it comes to cleaning things out that is to cut a furnace filter and put it around the coils of your refrigerator a it keeps all of those coils nice and clean and when it comes time to clean them you're not using a vacuum and all of that to clean all that out you just take the filter out cut a new one and put it back in you don't even Great need idea. To, you don't even need to cut a filter you can go to uh, certain places have just that material oh, that's true just just get a little chunk of it get a roll or oh, yeah, something point. like that good and you point. can just I, I i use that for a pond filter oh okay yeah there to you filter go to the pond all right good yeah. point all right john and Cheyenne, you're next go ahead john Hey, John, uh, just going along with what Joe was saying with the lights real quick. Um, I, I don't know about most other people, but living where I do, I have a flashlight just sitting on my nightstand. My wife has one sitting on hers because you never know when the power goes out. You're going to need a light if it's the middle of the night. Yep. So Very good point. That's, that's one thing we do. And then the other thing, and you can pick them up for 10 bucks at Walmart um, or Target, whatever your preference is. Is a, a headlamp because if you got to do stuff in the dark because your power's out and you don't have a generator, a headlamp frees up that other hand so much easier. So True. and now the good head, like the one I used for backpacking and hiking, has a rechargeable battery, but it also works on triple A's. If I can't, I have one of those. Those are nice, yeah. by the way. Yeah, yeah, very nice. Yeah, yeah. is it a Fetzel? Uh, I was just looking at it the other day. I have no idea what brand it is. Yeah, I don't know either. I, I have a story behind this one of mine. I was actually <laughs> out and about someplace, John, and I'm, I don't know, I can't remember where we were at, but I'm walking along, and I look down, and I'm like, ooh, that's a that's a, some sort of a head, head device or something. And so I reach down, pick it up, and it's exactly what we're talking about. I already had one, but I'm like, ooh, this one's nice because yeah. it's actually rechargeable. Yeah. So, of course, I... You know, you know me, being the scavenger that I am, I just pick it up, haul it home, clean it all up, and there we go. I got yeah. one. Yeah, you got an extra. I, I have and no then, idea. Uh, I mean, no no way to find the owner of this thing, and yeah. you know, who knows how long it had been there. It looked like it had been outside for a while because the headband's a little bit uh, faded, Mighty. I guess you could say. But, hey, it still works, John. Hey, if it works, don't, don't fault it if it works. That's right. A lot no, I, I was using it this last week, and it works great, actually. Well, yeah. They've, yeah, I use I I use mine in the morning if I have to go to the office and it's dark to walk the dog before I uh, great idea. head into the office. Yeah, your hands are free. That's and, what's so nice. And yeah. it's going anywhere you're looking. Exactly. And then the other thing, this is something that I learned when I built my house out here, um, is I went and got a cheap $12 indoor-outdoor thermometer. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it just yeah. measures the temperature. Yeah. And I stuck it in the crawl space by my uh, pressure tank for my well. Good idea. And then this way I can just look at it. It tells me what the temperature in the room that it's in is, but I can look at it and see what the temperature in the crawl space is. Yep. And by the way, for some of you that have 
homes where maybe you leave in the winter. Some of you are snowbirds, and you're probably not listening to me if you are, but for some of you maybe that have extra homes and things like that, John, they make similar devices that work remotely that will send that info to your phone at all times. Right, right. Not that expensive, by the way. It's pretty inexpensive now to do that. If if I'm going to be gone more than 24 hours, I flip the breaker off on the well pump. There you and go. If I'm going to be gone more than more than a few days, I'll even turn the water off inside the house. Good idea. The main yeah, entrance to the house. Good idea. And this way, you know, even if a pipe broke, if that well pumps off, all you're going to lose is the pressure in the system. Very true. The well's not going to come Very back true. on. You're not going. To, the other thing, and I had a friend that this happened to. He didn't do that. And he had a pipe break while he was gone, and he got home, and his well had run dry. And his pipe, and because it had run, his pump had burned out. Pumped all the water out of it and burned the pump up. Yeah. Right, because it just kept running and running and yeah, running. Yeah, that's it bad. Up. And that cost him, uh, I think he said about nine grand for the guys to come out. Wow. Pull the old pump. And, yeah, that, that one know, is one where you could have either done what you're doing or buy one of those, you know, Again, there's water sensing devices. There's yeah. a moan. There's a lot of them that make those, and again, right. they're very inexpensive. You could monitor that remotely, and it'll even send you an alert if something. You know, my cabin just, up in Breck, I've got those on there because I can't you, turn the well and all that off, John. I've got people that come and go. You know that we rent to, but sure. I, I monitor it that way you through just those put the, devices. Those sensors around on the floor. That's right. Different yeah. places yeah. where you know where my well comes in. Yeah. I've got one there. To your point, John, I've got them in some of the other areas where you just like okay, if there was going to be a leak, this is most likely where it's going to be, and yep. you mon- and you can Five put as many of those here. little sensors in as yep. you want, and you can monitor it and that it way. Just no- calls you on the phone. Yep, it'll 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 notify you if you've got a problem. Yep. And and then the other thing you were talking about for collecting water. Um, if you have the ability to, like you have rain barrels, you can fill them up with snow, and if it war- and if they're oh. sitting in the sun, they'll warm up. Good idea. Now. Great idea, actually. So, yeah. Those those folks so that like. Fun. And by the way, that's a lot better watering when it comes to your garden plants and so on than the regular water coming out of. Unless you have a well, it's better than the water coming out of the hose, John. Yeah. Yeah. Right, because there's nothing in it. Really. It's all the nutrients are still in it. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Yeah. Um. Can I ask a? I got to get some work done. Can I ask a quick drive radio? Oh sure, question? go ahead. You're fine. Go ahead. Yeah, I got to change the oil in my plow, and I've got everything to change it. My question for you is: Should I warm it up a little bit, or just change it cold? What brand of plow is it? It's my eighty Chevy. Myers Western. What is it? Oh no no! It's the, the, the no, truck. I'm changing the oil in the engine. Oh, the oil in the engine. Sorry, yeah. I thought you were the plow oil. Run it and yeah, get it warm. Yeah, warm it up a little bit. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that yeah. helps. Run it doesn't it have to be. It, it doesn't have to be piping hot, but run it five minutes or so. Yeah, you want it to okay. get. Otherwise, it's I just thought. too thick. It's not going to run. It's just sludgy. It doesn't run yeah. out as much. Yeah. Okay, I know. And that's the other thing I picked up for this plow years ago. One of those little magnetic uh, block heaters, and I stick it on the oil pan when it's real cold. Yeah, and let it warm, and it warms the oil. Yeah, good idea. Before I start it up on a really cold day, and then I saw some other gadget, and I tried it. I don't know if it was working. It was a replacement for your dipstick. No, you they suck. In and it heats your oil. They suck. Yeah, they don't work. Don't waste your money. But the magnetic one. The magnetic ones work okay. And, yeah, I mean, just to get the oil, like yep. when we had that minus ten, if you have to move snow or something. It just gets the oil a little warmer. The old days, we used an up, incandescent so. light bulb and yeah. did it that way back <laughs> yeah, in the day. Yeah, we did. You just shut the hood with you it. You put in a there. couple of those in there and did yeah. it that way back in the day, John. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
And you know what? It's funny. I have one of those down in my crawl space by my uh, well pump. And if uh, it seems like it's going to get too cold down there, I'll turn a bulb You'd on. You'd be there surprised how much right. that little bulb will keep things yeah. up. Yep. Amazing. Oh, absolutely. My my old neighbor had a, a pump house for his barn well, and he had a, a, a thermostatic switch that when it dropped below 35 in the pump house, it would turn on a 100-watt light. Yeah, I had a similar right situation years ago on a place that I had where if it got cold enough, yep, I just I had a little spotlight kind of a thing, and it would turn on. And, well, back in the day when my compressor was outside at the shop, I had a little heat lamp. We'd just turn on the compressor outside yeah. that would run. We had a timer on it, and it'd run all night long, just keep the compressor warmed up so the next morning it'd fire up. Yep. It's amazing how yep. much yeah. I like a little bit of a, of a bulb on it. That's all yeah. you needed. Yep. You know, when, when they got rid of all the uh, – incandescent bulbs they didn't realize all the other uses they had oh we used them for all kinds of things yeah yeah good point we did hey john have a good weekend you too man appreciate you john very much thanks for the tips great question by the way we'll be right back myself dennis brewster fix it radio klz 560 you are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured but you're not alone while paul leuenberger believes in personal accountability He wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. The last thing you need on your mind while trying to find the perfect gifts, fight traffic at the mall, and see all your loved ones is whether your roof is going to hold up against Colorado wind and snow. Hi, this is Madison Hart. And I'm Elizabeth Hart. Not ready to replace your roof this winter? Call our dad, Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado, and he may be able to save you thousands by adding five years of life to your existing roof with a rejuvenation treatment. Because it is a 100% plant-based product, there's no need to worry about your family. It's safe for kids like me. As a full-service roofing contractor, our dad can also replace a damaged roof. Not even hot cocoa tops that. Sleep in heavenly peace this season by gifting yourself a new or rejuvenated roof. Call our dad today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com and he will inspect your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. Call 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to receive your $200 discount. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and, in most cases, an indoor shop to perform the calibration. 
calibrations. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913 the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month or less the first year, 511 the second, 262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV. 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298191, and rates subject to change. All right, we are back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Dennis Brewster. Of course, Charlie Grimes is with us today. Will be with us all the way through Drive Radio, as will Larry Unger. He's answering phones. All right, number six on our tip is the furnace filter. Filthy, yeah, if you, if you haven't checked your furnace filter even now, maybe you change it before you hit winter, but depending on how much you've run it, it would be worth looking at right now. Yeah, and I get the three cheap ones, and then cheap I change the it. Best. I change it every three months. Don't spend more money than you need yeah. to. And we've heard from many an HVAC individual here on air that the – you don't have to go the cheapest, but you don't have to go the most expensive. So yeah. maybe like the one step above the cheapest yeah. is really all you need. Yeah. You don't need anything super fancy. Um, this goes back to what our earlier caller talked about, and that is grab a hot water bottle and keep yourself warm yeah. versus warming up the entire house. Yeah. What we do is rice. We put rice in an old sock and put it in the microwave, mm-hmm. and you could just... That's like a they heating make those pad. Old, they make those devices. I think it used to be as ad seen on TV deal where it was like this. It's a similar deal, but it was filled with like this popcorn material. Yeah. Where you threw it in the microwave yeah. and you heat that up. And it stays warm. A, again, it stays warm for X yeah. amount of time and off yeah. you go. Now, keep in mind what I just said earlier. The microwave is using the most electricity you in your entire house. <laughs> yeah. So some of this, you've got to be a little careful of and say, okay, what's the offset? Because, as I said earlier, from the studies I've seen, and these were real-world studies where a guy put a meter on it, and you could literally watch it. Turning every light on the house uses far less you've got. So, yeah, you need to really think about some of this before you just go plug in. For example, plugging, plugging in a space heater, not sure you're saving any energy at the end of That's the day. That's like an oven. Yeah, you're you're probably not helping yourself if you yeah. put in two or three space heaters and keep the you know, in certain rooms and keep the temperature down to you know sixty two. Be You'd be better off just to run your AC. I mean, to run your heater. Yeah, your yeah. furnace. Is what yeah. I meant to say. Furnace. Yep. Now goes back to what we talked about earlier. If you've got an old old furnace that's about sixty percent efficient, that's where you look at it. And again, some of these companies, Absolute's the same. 
They've got financing available as well. So some of you are thinking, well, I can't afford a $5,000 furnace replacement. Well, you probably can't. Most can't. But if you could finance that over time and you're going to save that money on your energy bill anyways, and it's a wash at the end of the day, but eventually you get ahead because you've got much more efficiency in your furnace than you do today. And keep in mind, the prices are not coming down in the future. They're going to keep going up. Well, I wonder, I was just thinking, I wonder if you should wait to like May or June and then have your heater replaced because maybe they have a sale on them at that point. They will typically have sales. In the, you know, typically, the best time to do it is going to be about April. Yeah. As the season ends. Right. That's what I was thinking. That's typically the time to do it. Because so. what, what we say about when buying a car, you don't buy it when you need it. No, buy you, it when you don't. Right. That's and exactly so that's right. That's the same with the furnace. Eric and Thornton, you're up, sir. Hey, guys. <clears throat> Sorry, i got to have you on speaker. I'm driving. Yeah, fine. Go ahead. But, so regarding furnace filters, I actually use a subscription service in part because the way my house is built, my uh, all of my filters are in my return, my cold air return. Uh-huh. So as and because they're a weird size, I can't just go and buy them anyplace. Um, so I use a subscription service, and every ninety days they send me new filters, and I can choose what type of filter I want. And because I have a dog that sheds her entire coat every ten days, it seems like right. And my and my wife and I both have allergies. Um, I actually pay for you know the higher end filter, and for three filters, it's. I think it, they just raised the prices. It's $65 every three months. But, like I say, these are custom-sized filters, and uh, they're, I think they're a MERV 13 filter is what they are. And it's simply because, you know, I can't get them anyplace else. And in order to cut down on all the pet dander and the dust mm-hmm. to help with our allergies, that's the way we had to go. Do you have any um, option on the quality of that filter on that subscription? Yes, I can go from the cheapest of cheap all the way up to whatever the highest end filter is. As often as you're changing them, here's my recommendation. This is coming right from the HVAC guys we've interviewed here many times. Go to the lowest grade filter, save yourself some money. You're changing them every 90 days anyways. What you're doing, because what happens is those heavier filters, because the way they work, they'll actually reduce flow through your system. It doesn't help the furnace. It doesn't help the blower motor. You're actually not helping yourself with those high-end filters. Go the low-end filter as often as you're changing it and save some money. Yeah, and, and the only diff- the only thing is, is, and we actually were doing that for a while, um, but I noticed also a difference, though, in how it impacted my allergies. And unfortunately, I am allergic to just about anything on the planet. Got it. Um, <laughs> so, so anything. I mean, I, my my boss hates me. The fact that I had we had to find the cabin filter in my semi, which I spend way too much time in. We actually had to update that to something that was more of a uh, that did better than just what you normally buy. Um, just to help me in there for, you know, nice. being gone on sure. a couple nights a week. Sure. Um, and, and, and yeah, we, we try, we've tried the lower one. And in fact, when we had this new furnace put in back in 2020 and I was talking to the guy about it and he, he told me the same thing. He says, but at the same time, he says, you have to weigh the impact on your health. Yeah. Too. Makes sense. He said, he said, you know, he said, if you, he said, yeah, he said, I, I mean, I could save $20 by doing the cheapest one, but when I do notice a difference in how my allergies are impacted, um, 
You know, and I've had people say, well, just get rid of your dog. Well, you know, yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, that's I, not going to happen. Get rid of other things before I get rid yeah, of you're not doing that. No. I understand. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah, makes know, sense. I, I, I might get rid of my wife before I get rid of my no, dog. Quality of life is worth it. Eric, appreciate you, man. Have a good one. Be careful driving. One other thing really quick I wanted to mention, which I didn't know these were made. So I'm learning something myself. There is a register duct booster. In other words, if you've got a little bit of a low flow coming out of a particular area, you can actually put a duct booster, which will blow more air out of that duct yep. and help that room heat up a little better than maybe it's, it's got doing a right fan now. In there so it's got its own little yeah. fan built I into it. I saw those. Yes. Yeah. There's even duct booster fans you can put in line. Again, these are things where if you don't have the ability to put these in, somebody like Absolute can help you with all of this. And again, they might even have their own. Yeah, many yeah. little things. Well, they've even got their entire quiet cool system, which we yeah. know how that works in the summertime. You will reduce your AC use, and even this time, because you've got the ability to move some air around, similar to what Dennis is doing, yeah. you may find yourself benefiting from something like that even this time of the year. And by the way, that's something Dennis just said a moment ago. If you're interested in a quiet, cool system, given that's typically a summertime install, now's the time. Now is the time to do that. You're going <laughs> to yeah. save money doing yep. it now versus doing it in July. Yep. So, yes, absolute electrical heating and air, which I should give you that number. We've got a special number here just for Fix It Radio 720 442 8842. Absolute electrical heating and air 720 442 8842. You can also go to fixitradio.com, find the number there as well. All right, number 10. We already talked about this earlier, so I don't need to mention it much. Close the curtains. Uh, this one I don't agree with because of what I've said about the energy use. Leave the oven door open. Now, if you've just cooked something oh, yeah. and you're waiting for things to cool back down and you've had the oven going, of course, open that up. Let some of that hot air, unless it's July, let some of that hot air come back into the room. You've already paid for the energy inside the oven. Sure. Why not? But I've known people that will turn on the stove to supplement their oh, heat. Yeah, no, no. You're using far more energy to do that than if you just turned up the furnace. Right, right. Sorry, folks. Again, go back to what I said earlier on how much kilowatts are being used by each one of those devices. Your oven and stove is one of the top. And then when you're talking about saving energy, sometimes uh, you can still go outside this time of year and use your barbecuer. Or your uh, true, your um, smoker, whatever, whatever you got, and cook yeah. outside. Still, I still do it. Good point. Yeah, yes, you can you put can. a roast out there and let it go. In Colorado, for a couple hours. you can pretty much cook out all uh, year if you I want to. I don't care to. if it's freezing outside; I'll still walk out there. Don't bother me. This one says put plastic wrap around some of those air pockets where you feel some air coming in. That's another good one. Yeah. Um, again, the next one I'm not. Didn't, I don't think this one makes a whole lot of difference one way or other when showering. Leave the bathroom door open if possible. Use the shower steam to heat the room. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. whatever. That one's that one's minor, if you ask me. Uh, reverse your ceiling fan. Yes, that's a big one. And most people yep. already know about that one, but re- reverse the direction so you can change the flow inside the room if you have you know, ceiling fans, that is. If you have a high ceiling and you don't have ceiling fans, there's a mistake. Yeah, you probably should have one. Yes. Now, I'm, I'm an anti-ceiling fan guy, just me. I hate them. Yeah, I don't like them either, hate, but they I work. I hate the draft that they create. That's just me. I yeah. know. I'm weird. I yeah. know. Or Charlie knows that above all people. I'm yeah. I'm a weirdo, but yeah. I, I hate a ceiling fan. Yeah, I despise them. I don't have any in my house because I just hate them. We have two. Well, actually, we have four because we have them downstairs, mm-hmm. too, to move the air around. And I know they work. I'm they just do. a goofball. They do work good. I, I don't care for them myself, but they work. 
radiant floor heat, yeah, that's one where if you've got the ability to do a remodel project and you're looking at changing some things around, they do now make it's some nice. really slick radiant heat upgrades or even electric, and they're very efficient. You put them underneath, say you're going to put in a tile floor or something along those lines, yeah. you can actually heat that area now. And the nice thing about that is instead of having to worry about turning up the heat in a bathroom, let's say, uh, to keep the bathroom warm, you just turn up the floor, and it's going to heat all that area, and away you go. So, again, you've got the ability to retrofit some of those things as well if you're doing a remodel. Yeah, the shop in Parker has that, I'm telling you what, heated floor, and especially in concrete, is amazing. Mm-hmm. It, it turns it on, and it takes about three month, three days to cool off, though, too. Real quick, last but not least, you can always have a hot cup of coffee or tea. Now, if you can go decaffeinated, if you're somebody that late at night gets you know, gets affected by caffeine, that would be something to look at as well. But again, going back to that, you know, JD earlier talking about warming up yourself, you can also do that in those ways as well. All right, that's it for Fix It Radio. Myself, Dennis Brewster, Charlie Grimes, Larry Unger. By the way, thanks everybody for calling in the text line as well. You can always text us after this if you're still listening and you want another another question answered, 307-200-8222-307. 282.22. Guys, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. expressed on KLC 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country Station.